she is because I have to ask her and be like, hey, please look at your calendar because she loves to double book and overbook. Yes, and I'm just like, let me get this calendar because this way I can be like, no, I can't. This already something on the calendar. Pick another day. Pick another weekend. Okay, Miss Popular. Not at all. Not at all. But everybody, I always want, especially with the summer and the spring coming up, like everybody got all these things planned and birthdays and my god your birthday like it's just i have no friends so i can't relate okay if you say so (laughs) and you like i said the other day i don't know for some reason my friend's birthday is in february so (laughs) you know what that's what i was thinking i think my winter is so overbooked and then my summer is nothing like the summer is nothing no because i've had like people birthdays exactly like once um well, my mom's birthday just passed, and let's see. Yep, coming into next month is a couple, a few friends' birthdays, and then my cousin's uh-huh. birthday, and yeah, it's back to back. It's after, yeah, it just takes off from here pretty much mm-hmm. for the next sheesh few months. And with me, it's back. It's literally after this month, mm-hmm. I should be good. Oh, wow, yeah, no, but I don't have friends, I have like two friends. And then your birthday is like how far away and you're the only other person that I talk to, so. <laughs> Man, I wish, like, it's about to, like, really take off. Like, and then all the events that happens over the summers and, uh, oh, my God, the festivals. And- okay, such a butterfly. <laughs> I'm just like, what in the world am I going to do? You know what, though? But I made it into my head that this summer I'm gonna try to get out more like I'm going to try to get out yes indeed yes I'm going to try to enjoy my it's about networking so you have to you absolutely have to like we established this the other day (laughs) that you you could handle that part But no, I really don't. I do have to get out because I was thinking about it. And I was like, I haven't been anywhere. I was looking at the cards and I was like, I haven't been anywhere to even put these anywhere because I don't go out. So yeah. I'm like, okay. Yes. Well, I haven't been out much, but I've definitely been out enough where I'm, each time I'm going out, I'm putting more in my purse to drop off and diff- drop off in the bathroom, drop off over here, want to go eat something. Like, I don't even definitely. go out to the I was driving it out to my Uber. Driver, you know what? And the people that drop off my meals for the week, I'm about to start giving it to them. That's what I'm about to do because you know I <laughs> that is hilarious. That's the driver. Here's your tip. <laughs> they're gonna be like, What? <laughs> you know how they forbid you now? They're gonna like, they're gonna blacklist me. They're gonna be like, No, she keeps on handing out these cards. We've told her no several times. <laughs> I need to get out more. I need to socialize. Oh my god! Yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes. So I'm gonna. If that's your entertainment, going after the Uber driver, you definitely need to get out. You want to be like, I don't even want to do that sometimes. Um, I got my meals dropped off, and it's mind you, I told the person to let me know when they got there because <laughs> I don't have a doorbell, and. I don't know, like, they messaged me, like, literally, like, two minutes too late, and on top of that, like, I'm all the way on the top, and I have to come back down. Right. So, when I opened the door, my meals were, like, literally, like, perfectly laid, like, right next to it. And I didn't have to deal with anyone, and I was perfectly fine with well, it. Well, when it comes down to that, I'm really angry, because I put on the, um, 
when I'm ordering from the Ubers and stuff, like to come upstairs. Oh no, that wasn't my door. Uber. That was the delivery. Okay, because yeah. I'd be like, I need you to come all the way up. I uh, know I don't. And then I'd be mad when they don't. I'm like, didn't I put? I requested this. No, when I get Uber, I don't like them coming all the way up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I live in the house, so the stairs up are literally like lead to my house. Okay. So I don't do that when. I track it, mm-hmm. and when I know they're outside, I literally open the door and I go all the way downstairs, even if it's no. cold. Like I put on a hoodie or whatever. No, I, I feel so unsafe for them too. And it's if okay. I don't have to open the gate, you could give it to me over the gate. We're good. <laughs> I'll, tip, I'll probably tip you even more. Right. And I sit by the door, so making mad. sure that they leave. I. <laughs> they be mad at me because I'd be like. I tip. Shouldn't you come to all the way to the door? And they be like, could you come downstairs? I don't have time or something. Like, what? I just feel that I've watched enough in order. Well, most of the time, if I do order something, somebody is here with me. So they don't have to take us all out. And these these walls are thin, so somebody going to hear me scream. Because if they call for us laughing too loud, they definitely going to call for screaming. Well, I live in a house, and I own the house, and nine times out of ten, I, well, no I live by myself, right. and if my brother happens to be there, they right. will take me. I will yeah. be taken. Well, in that case, yeah, because <laughs> you're right, the situation is different, so. Sometimes, you know what, I actually do message the guy downstairs, and I'm like, yo, are you home? <laughs> oh, my God. I did have one weird guy, though. I really did, and I was from there. I was like, maybe not. Maybe I should just go downstairs, because he was mm-hmm. super weird, asked me all these questions, and I was just like, Dude, like, what? Like, I don't know. Look it up. Yes, I, I don't like that. Is Why? it nice here? How much? And I'm like, dude, if you that interested in it, then look it up. He was a creep because I turned around and I felt him still looking at me. And sure enough, he was staring. I was like, creep. There was this, uh, when I was in my store, there was this delivery guy. He used to come and he used to deliver for a couple places because we used to, like, order out all the time <laughs> so he worked for a couple of these restaurants because it was always him and i'm like what are the odds but it was so creepy because he had this white van that used to be like a glass van oh. and he just was so creepy and like he would try to have conversations with me hey wow that's <laughs> so I, it got to the point where i used to ask like who's your delivery guy because he used to creep me out oh wow and you know i'm very big like on fences and i'll be like and no, like at this point, we're gonna order because he didn't do Uber Eats. And to me, I tip more when they come from the restaurant mm-hmm. than when I get Uber Eats. Yeah, well, Uber Eats tax you all that damn money. Mm-hmm. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, I might as well just suck it up and go get this food myself because I'm probably gonna be cheaper and gas. Me going mm-hmm. up the street, then y'all coming to me. It's ridiculous. The prices are ridiculous, but sometimes yeah. the laziness. <laughs> The best. That that's true. Like I ordered yesterday, I was like, I really shouldn't. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm home. Right, because it's like that. you get something simple. Like you might get like a regular spicy chicken sandwich or something from Wendy's, and you paying like fifteen dollars when it was only like eight dollars or something. It's like, mm-hmm. damn, I could have just rolled up the street. Yeah, yes. Well, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I need to socialize. I guess I'll start going out. To network. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know, take some tips from Miss Social Butterfly over here. I am not a but not at all. I'm a homebody for real. Like I literally. I can't tell. But I okay. really am. Like I'm a homebody. I really am. I I guess. <laughs> okay. If that's what we're going with today, definitely I'm a homebody. 
So today we are going to be speaking on, I think this is a subject that is really never really spoken about. I don't even think I've ever heard anyone even speak on this. No. Uh, but we're going to be addressing the rape among the elderly people. Um, yes. I actually sent Charlotte <laughs> this movie I wanted her to watch. Oh my god, you guys. Oh, that's all I'm going to say is you guys. Okay, first of all, I wanted her to watch the, like, what was the true core of the mini, which was this older lady getting raped. Like, I wanted her to see how it affected her and what happened to her. And, I mean, I hate to say this, but her family was a little odd. They were a little odd, but... Oh, my gosh. It was, um... It was interesting, needless to say, that it was interesting because people don't talk about rape yeah. among the elderly. Um, but I just wasn't prepared for it. Like, <laughs> I wasn't prepared because it was just a little weird. I guess maybe because it was so old. Um, it, it was just weird. Like, I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, the fact that someone chooses to rape an elderly woman, like, she was in her late 70s. You know, I think we don't speak about it because we're under this misconception or this thing where older people aren't sexual. She said that too. Or she was that, like, why me? People rape cute people. Like, and it's, it even happens among women, let's say, that are not older, mm-hmm. but they judge you off that. Like, if you're not cute, like, oh, don't worry. Like, and I, I don't know where it's in, like, don't worry. Like, it'll never happen to you because, like, you're not good looking type of thing or like you're heavy set like a lot of these people don't rate for the sexual pleasure right like there's something else going on where they has to do power with power mm-hmm. or something that they're facing these people don't rate you know for sexual pleasure or for sexual stimulation we mm-hmm. can say so a lot of the times i think that is why we don't view older people elderly people as you know a target. A target, yeah. yeah. Then it, in some, if you really think about it, they're probably more of a target mm-hmm. than when you're middle aged. Right. I think kids and elderly people are more of a target than. Right, because they can't pretty much defend mm-hmm. themselves. They can't fight back because they mm-hmm. are, you know, I don't want to say older people, but they're not as strong. No, I mean, they are because when I was reading this, I want to tell you guys that a lot of the studies that they that having them, there's not enough studies, there's not enough information. It's only based off people that live in homes or assisted living or like a community, independent community. A lot of these elderly people, they can't walk. They need walkers, Mm -hmm. they need wheelchairs. Some of them have dementia, they, you know, Alzheimer's. It's all this. Mm -hmm. So imagine being able to report that. As an elderly person, you can't walk, if you can't talk, if you have memory loss. Mm-hmm. If you have memory loss, let's say that you were weak today and you don't remember a month from now. Granted that a lot of these people are being raped over and over again, mm-hmm. but at what sense it comes, it goes into that, like when a child tells you that they're being raped, or they're just a child, if an elderly person, oh, they're sick. Or they got dementia, they mm-hmm. don't know what's happening mm-hmm. or something dismissive. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so, because it, it does. It happens. It happens like the older people who are like in nursing homes type of mm-hmm. environments where the family not even checking on them anymore type of thing, and they really have nobody to tell because probably if they tell like the people there, they and won't they be covered, covered up. up. Yes. Because a lot of these homes also I was reading are funded by the government, and so they fail to uh, they fail to follow procedures and they cover it up because it's kind of like a government agency or they're receiving government funds and it's like if we're in this big scandal, they're taking government you know funding from us. They're doing this, so they cover it up or they're not believed, and some of them can't even report it. Right. Yep. That is something. Um, with the the documentary that we watched, the rape in a small town. Um, she was, she, she was um a very strong woman overall. Like the fact that she dealt with, she got through it. She was sodomized. Sodom. What's that? Sodomized. Okay, don't give me the new word. She was sodomized, she was raped, and she managed to get away. Like, she got, she, the way that she was able to get away from it, I think to me, the biggest, like, what blew my mind was that, guys, and I was telling Charlotte before we started recording, he raped her, and then he cuddled her. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean, like, he just hugged her. Like, he cuddled her. I want to say, like, when you cuddle someone you're in a relationship with. Right, and fell asleep. Yeah. Like, he knocked just, yes. like, a mm-hmm. nap. Like, he knocked out sleep. Mm-hmm. That was how she was able to get away. Like, and he was still there. Like, he was knocked yes. out sleep. Not only did he not feel her move, but once she went and got her son, who, like, he, stayed he up. Still, like, she still probably stood there, like, 20 minutes before she even said exactly. that he was still in the house. So, he was still yes. there in the bed. Yes, um, the so way he cuddled her, like, he had put her leg over him, mm-hmm. and then, like, hugged her. Like, imagine how traumatic that has to be. Like, right. you're cuddling me. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like, so gross. It is. And then, like, the story leading up to that, like, um, after he finished, he first hogtied her, and then... I guess she was saying like he was gone for hours mm-hmm. and then he came back and untied one of them I think to let her leg down mm-hmm. and then he was gone again and then he came back and that's when he like untied her to get in the bed type yeah. of thing like I feel like he was he didn't know what he wanted to do with her so it was just really weird mm-hmm. um, and then he like untied her for them to go to sleep together like I don't know and she was like, he was butt naked, like he didn't have any clothes on at all. Like, did he come over there like that? Like, it was just weird. And what did he do for the the hours? Like, I had so many questions after it. Like, it wasn't like that wasn't the gist of me watching it, but I had so many questions after watching it. <laughs> but um, it's a strange film. Like, I'm not going to. Oh my god, I hate that I'm laughing. I'm so sorry, but it's a strange film because. It's an old film, so I want to say it's not very well put together. And that's probably why it looks so strange. It's an older film, and it's something that it's not talked about. So I want to say that this might be the reason why it's not very well put together. But you get the sense of what it's trying to... It was disturbing, yeah. Yeah. It was very disturbing. Like, like, him and this older lady, like, she was in her 70s, and she she was old. 
And the fact that he told her something like he'd come back every week. Uh-huh. Like, I uh, like Ada come back every week. Because she, so, uh, she lit. I don't want to say it's like a farm, but it's a small town. So she had her, her house. And she lived by herself. So in a sense, she lived by herself. And I'm not sure if when he came in, because I think he came in by foot. I don't think he drove. So I'm not right, sure. Yeah. He came in by foot. Yes. Like he had to be in the area mm-hmm. or something. So I'm not sure what way he came through. Mm-hmm. That he might not have realized that there was another house, like kind of down more from her property. Mm-hmm. Or he assumed that it wasn't her property anymore. But her son lived there. Mm-hmm. And that is where she ran to. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he realized that that him saying i you know i had to come back every week that mm-hmm. he had scared enough to not say anything or that she was truly truly by herself like he didn't because he didn't know exactly. whose house it was right you know further a little bit down mm-hmm. the way she got away like it just tells you like how powerful a human being is because given her age she had no clothes on she had nothing on i believe uh she has said something like because she was so old she's like i can't run right and she got her shoes on she like grabbed a jacket like the way she walked her like i really kind of did enjoy that where she explains how she walked herself mentally through this Mm -hmm. because she was like okay i made it to this room now just get to that room don't do this don't look back Mm -hmm. just grab any jacket any jacket that you can just put some shoes on when she opened the door she's like don't latch it back on like just leave it open mm-hmm. and she's like i can't run what do i do and she let she said i keep the the keys, the on, keys the, uh, on yeah on the uh, visor uh-huh. and she like went and like the like the way that she mentally walked herself through this at her age exactly. to be able to get away and considering the traumatic mm-hmm. i mean because i'm sure she's at 70 something years old she's mm-hmm. not have sex so First of all, to be raped and sodomized mm-hmm. for her, it's like the strength that it took for her to get to mm-hmm. the point to where she was able to drive over there and tell them like what happened. Yeah. And then the fact that he didn't even hear the car start, like he was out of it. Like mm-hmm. it was just insane. It was just totally insane. Yeah. Like, to it, I feel like as an elderly person to experience, like you're not gonna be the same. Mm-hmm. And she had just talked about how it didn't hit her right away. That it was like that moment. You remember mm-hmm. that she just started just crying, just yeah, like because it it didn't hit her right away. Like it took, I think she said like four days mm-hmm. before it hit her. Like yeah, and happened. that kind of made me think that goes for any victim because mm-hmm. it goes into the whole. Well, you're not acting like something traumatic happened to you. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you react this sooner? Why didn't you cry? Like you, you, you're in shock, mm-hmm. and no one can tell you for how long you're gonna be in shock. And the, like when she said, "I didn't cry for four days," like I thought about everything. I, I didn't think I cried the first week at all. And even after I cried, I think I cried like one day, and I was just like, "I, right, you gonna fuck this up and mm-hmm. keep it moving." And I'm not saying that that. That's for everybody. Some people cry all the time, but off that, you should not be judged by whoever is, you know, trying to understand you, by whoever you're speaking to. Even law enforcement should not judge you. Mm -hmm. We had this conversation where, you know, the whole crying, the whole, you know, should we be like throwing ourselves 
or acting like we're not fine at work or mm-hmm. anything of that sort. And it's just people react differently. We're all different. Yeah. No two human beings are the same. So reactions are different. So her, I completely understood, like, her, you know, crying four days after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was touching to me when she talked about how she was at the church. The one who came and held, somebody came and held her hand. Mm-hmm. She just, I think she broke down then a little bit. Um, but just hearing her story and the strength to get through it and how it has affected her. Like, um, now she stays with her son and she has, it's two doors going into her room and she has to, like, a lock on both of them. Yes. So, she has, like, three locks on the door. And she's yes. like, and unless I know, like, I think there's a certain way that you have to, like, wiggle the door to be able to open it from the outside. Mm-hmm. She's a like, and unless I know it's like latched onto everything, I can't go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And it leaves you with that. It, exactly. It Especially you. when you be in your home sleep, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you wake up and there's somebody in the corner of your, mm-hmm. you know, your room waiting to attack you. Like, yes. you traumatized forever. You pretty yeah. much like going to sleep is just like you mm-hmm. scared because you don't know. And then for me, just even watching it, I was like, you still got this window. Like, are you far enough up? That's where? how I felt, too. Like, I'm like, like this window is big. Window. So, <laughs> I hope this is kind of secure, too, as me. You know, just looking on the outside. But for her to have just overcome it and still pushing the road, like, the fact that she was that old and survived that. Cause and she just... goes to his parole hearing. Mm-hmm. Um. Even at that, they show him, and Charlotte and I were speaking about the lack of remorse. Mm-hmm. There was one of the, I want to say she was a judge in his parole board, and she straight up told him, and I, I told Charlotte, like, I was so happy that she said this, like, you show no remorse, you have not apologized, you're sitting here saying how other, you know, perpetrators act, you're not talking about you, like, you are so taking yourself away from this mm-hmm. when you did it. Right. And I, I I really, really, really like that, that, you know, she pointed that out, like, no, because it was, like, full of men, and it seemed like the men were so, like, oh, whatever, mm-hmm. I guess we'll let you go type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I felt from the men that were on the board that were like, oh, well, it seems like you took this course. Because he had taken, like, he had finished this course. Oh, yes. yeah. And then, so she... The lady that had gotten attacked was like, no, because how do I know he's not going to do it to other people? Mm-hmm. So then one of them was like, well, he took the necessary courses that are required in this and that. Like, he met the requirements. Like, Right. He's a, no. Obviously, he's sick. So that I, any person could pretend mm-hmm. to be like, oh, yeah, let me take these courses so I can get out of here mm-hmm. so I can get back to it. So mm-hmm. I can get to doing it. Because I feel like the fact that you raped this old woman, you're definitely gonna do it again because that that's you're sick within yourself you need more you need psychiatric help not yeah. not gonna be locked up and taking damn courses in that but psychiatric help mm-hmm. to get to the root of the problem because until that yes and it was her who pointed it out and she was like you're not sorry like no like right mm-hmm. and it was like i think the judge also was like you never said you were sorry mm-hmm. to her he was like, oh yeah i'm sorry kind of it was still like in a dismissive yeah. manner like oh yeah he's like oh they i was advised to not um yes to not speak to her or you know approach her anything in any shape way or form or whatever mm-hmm. okay that has nothing to do with you saying mm-hmm. you're sorry though they yeah they saying don't reach out to her on uh-huh. your own but right now that's the first thing should have came out of your mouth is 
I can't believe I did this. I'm so sorry. Even though it would have been a crock of bullshit anyway, but still, since you want to humor us about mm-hmm. everybody else, yes, you could have started off by yes. saying, like, I'm so sorry. Like, he showed no remorse, mm-hmm. and she goes to, you know, his hearings. She can't even walk anymore. Like, no. they literally bring her in in a wheelchair. She can't walk, and she still makes it a point to go and show up because she said it. Like, you come out, you're going to do it to someone else. Mm-hmm. And as long as I'm alive, like, this is not going to happen. Right. Like So imagine the strength, the mm-hmm. emotional strength that it takes as an elderly, first of all, as a victim. Victim no matter age, no matter, you know, mm-hmm. you're just as a victim. Now right. you're an elderly person that needs help. You know, she can't walk. She's in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Um, you see how, like, kind of, like, even when she talks, she goes off on a tangent, like, right. into something else. That has, like, that has to do with it, too. The strength that comes with it. Yes. Because she, yes, she definitely, like, and then just um, the hurt that her son felt. Like, you could see the pain in him. Like, he felt like, he probably, you know, wasn't there for his mom type of thing because, of course, she felt like, damn, if I could have did something to have helped my mom. Because he said, he was like, if I would have just told her to lock her doors. um, You know, so it's just like he was affected. The whole family was affected by it. They were. I, oh, because, oh, where did he see where? It, because when this happened to her, it was the Sunday. The, it was Easter. Easter Sunday, yeah. Easter Sunday. So when she made it to her to her son's house and she knocked and his son's wife opened the door and they're seeing her, the kids came down and, and they thought the Easter bunny. Easter bunny. So now, now imagine going through this and telling you know your son and his wife what happened and your grandchildren coming down and you know and they thought it was the Easter bunny, but now. No, it was, of course it wasn't the Easter Bunny. But what do you tell them? Right. I think they, they sent them back upstairs. They was like, go yeah. back upstairs. Okay, so when the kids came back down, they was like, you know, they told them it was like a, a family mm-hmm. emergency to go back upstairs or whatever. So even that brief moment of probably seeing that grandma like that, like, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Of course, all these questions was coming behind her because at that point, they had to call the police and yes. all the commotion was going on. So I'm sure, I don't know, they didn't ever say how old were the kids, but I'm sure if they were old enough, they would have been asking questions mm-hmm. like, what happens to Even, grandma? Well, they had to have been like kind of younger. They're still the, the Easter Bunny. Right. So right. they kind of do have to be like, what is wrong with grandma? Like, what, why what is she even here right now? Right. Like, what is going on? So it does leave, it affects everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, it definitely, said, I know that um, the wife was saying she was definitely affected by it. Um, she was, I don't know, like, it was a little, like, the family was a little weird, but the gist of it was just really unbelievable, because the, the grandma, right, I'm so lost right now, um, but she endured a lot, like, because yes. it was over an hour's span time, mm-hmm. like, it was hours involved, yeah. because he left, came back, left again, came back, so probably the whole entire night, it's I went into it, because... You know, as a victim, either time slows down or it goes faster. So I wonder if maybe he didn't leave for a long period of Why? time. Why? You know, she did say he was casing the place. Uh huh. So he was so, probably yeah planning on coming back again. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. So he might have not really left for a long time, but 
Right. Because as a victim, you know, some it's like how you react. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we've seen it on Unbelievable. One of the victims asked all these questions, mm-hmm. and you know, the other one, you know, gather all this evidence as to where the other one she's like i just blacked it out i just shut up and i right so right i wish they would have went more into detail about Mm -hmm. like where he went did they go back to his house to find her things there or like evidence well he she had said that um she she wasn't aware that he had taken anything right that she said there was so much that she didn't really know and they caught him the night of Right, but I know, but I'm saying, because I'm sure he did this to more people. My thing mm-hmm. is, like, did they go back to his house to find evidence? Because if he left, came back, who's to say he didn't take something with her? With That's him? true. That's like, true. I, I mean, I had a lot of unanswered questions. Overall. I don't, I really don't think that the police did a good job either. No, um, they didn't. Surprise because me. I know that they had, mm-hmm. this wasn't his first time. Yeah. That's my no. thing, like, did they pull... DNA to show to run it against other people's DNA. Like none of that would say I don't know. Maybe did he see he used a condom? Oh yeah, because they asked her how did she know he had on a condom. Uh huh. Why would you ask that lady that? Like it exactly like it. Mind you, she's an older lady, and then I think he had thrown the condom into the toilet or something. Mm-hmm. So her. Because, like I said, it's such a small town. Like, their plumbing is not, like, in the city. Right. I think they had, like, the... It went somewhere around the house type of thing. And her her son was looking for it. And I, I don't know if it was a condom, but it was something that he had dropped in the toilet. And when they found him, they found him, like, months later. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all the DNA, tank which yeah. was, like, yeah. Of course, yes. it's contaminated mm-hmm. now, like, at this point. Yes. But... You know, to ask him, how did you know he was wearing a condom? That was so inappropriate. Like I said, I don't think that the police did a good job. They didn't. Does it surprise me? No, because Mm -hmm. in every single case that we've touched, in every single person that we've interviewed. And I'm sure they had to find something else, even though they didn't find the semen in her, but they found everything else from her. She was so nice. Like, that was enough. Exactly. Um, I also, I found this other article. It's, I got it, uh, I found the article, the website is called thelily.com. They're part of the New York Post, like the New York, uh, paper. And the name of the story is called, my mother, um, it's called, hashtag my mother too. So, it speaks about this girl, mom who was raped. She was in Chicago and her mom's in Texas. So, this is something, like, it kind of made me, just how we learn or what, where we get our information from. Mm -hmm. So, we have to be, like, very aware of that. So, when she found out, her sister called her, because her sister still lives in town, and they were, like, a couple houses, and she's like, she's like, you expect a call, like, an emergency call with your mom being older, but you never expect your mom, the call being, like, your mom got raped. Right. So her mom started apologizing, and that's often something you see with victims. Mm-hmm. Like it was their fault. Mm-hmm. And as they're going through the events, this is what her mom told her. She's like, My mother told me later, all I could think of was what to do. I was panicked. I thought that if I was going to die, I would get everything I could, I could on him. I imagine I saw Detective Benson from Law and Order SVU. 
and she said get DNA looking for a distinguishing mark look for distinguishing marks so I clawed him to get evidence mm-hmm. so she clawed him to get evidence and it's like I said because we watch all this like be aware of mm-hmm. everything so she did end up getting evidence on him what I found most disturbing about this was that she lived in a second floor apartment of an independent living community there was panic buttons there was panic like a panic button next to her like stand and then there was another one around her house where you were able to pull it mm-hmm. and because it was a building someone was always in the reception area once she did those two after she was raped nobody came nobody answered she had to call the front desk and tell her i was just raped call 911 wow and i found out like that's so that's my stuff yeah yeah because what's the point for these if mm-hmm. y'all not gonna actually use them yes so they were able to link him um he was a 20 year old homeless man he had 24 priors that were all misdemeanors but he was a person of interest in several other crimes that were also assaults on senior citizens so it goes also to, it went into show how it affects everybody and even as a victim because after that her daughters are like all i wanted was to pick up my mom and you know leave take her with me and they all felt guilty because um it wasn't so much that they kind of put her in the in this home it was more of her wanting to be in this home because she still wanted to be independent but she's like this shouldn't have happened to me like not here right because there's all these people here there's all these precautions like there's panic buttons mm-hmm. but once again it was kind of being swept under the rug with her case because a lot of these homes are funded by the government so they're trying to like don't sue us don't talk about it don't make a big fuss right because it's money mm-hmm. money so this is what she told her daughter she was like no matter where i go it's in here i'm too exhausted and upset and in too much pain to move anywhere right now I don't have the energy to explain this to people I don't know. I have friends here. As to why she didn't want to leave. And I think that can be applied to every single victim. Like, mm-hmm. even with us, we work there. And it's like, well, why don't you just leave? Why don't like, like, why do I have to move my entire life? Why? Because you did this. Because you're a rapist. Like, not only did you put me through this, but now my whole entire life changes and I have to, oh, well, you sat there all the time, like you still live there. Like, mm-hmm. what about him? Exactly, exactly. Why don't he have mm-hmm. to leave? Mm-hmm. Like, why do I have to? Leave? Why do I have to? Yeah. Put myself through all this. So within that article, CNN published another article where they did an investigation, and uh, in the nursing, it's like the nursing home epidemic, like rape epidemic, because that is mostly the only data that we have Mm -hmm. we don't have data on you know what other types of assault on other people they are because i'm sure that some of them come from people that they know like Mm -hmm. every other rape some of them do come from strangers because how the quality of their life at that point like i said i think the most endangered ones are kids Mm -hmm. and Older people, they're, pre- they're the most in danger and the most underreported. Right. As, yeah. as with men too, but mm-hmm. men is not for the reason of 
not being protected, man, it's right. just for the way society is. Right. With children and elderly, it's just the way that they can't defend themselves. Right. Or they can't talk. Or when they do, there's all this other health issues that come into play or, you know, their memory or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like, the victims can't speak. Uh, they're sick. They're dying. And... They're being raped in these American nursing homes by the own staff. Staff members, mm-hmm. yeah. The sick staff mm-hmm. members, yeah. Yes, and this was something that I think, I don't even know how, where to even begin to help this issue. Because with women, it's like, well, you have to believe them. You mm-hmm. have to, you know, with men, it's like, you have to make it okay for them to come forward as well. With children, you have to believe them. But even, what if your child's not even old enough to speak? Mm-hmm. And with older people, a lot of times when they're in the mm-hmm. nursing home, they don't have that family support. Like, mm-hmm. they're in there because their family put them in there, and they don't, like, check on them like that. Like, yeah. a lot of them are just pretty much in there on their own, so they don't have anybody to tell. And a lot of them, it goes back also, too, with how it's done with the teachers. Like, you know how the teachers get caught, mm-hmm. and they just move to other schools? The staff does the same thing. They do it, they get caught or about to get caught, and then they just move on to the next nursing mm-hmm. home because there is a lack of people that want to work with elderly people. Yeah, because mm-hmm. so the work that goes yeah, into it, yeah. It's so understaffed, and now, you know, we're here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do you help them? Because it's not even like we're just touching on the sexual abuse. There is like it's physical. Like they are mistreating them. Mm-hmm. They're leaving. They're letting them lie there for days. They're mm-hmm. not like flipping them like how they're supposed to when they get mm-hmm. the bed sores. Like there's mm-hmm. so much stuff that goes into nursing yes. homes that it's ridiculous. Yes, like it's not just sexual abuse Mm-mm. that is being underreported. There's all these types of nurses, and it goes into because if they're mentally ill or they're weak or they don't have family and some Mm -hmm. of them just kind of get thrown in there, like, how do we help them? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not sure what it takes to um, work at a nursing home, but I know my ex worked, um, like, she didn't work in Carolina. I don't know exactly what she did, but she, she did, like, some... She worked at that place. Like it was like in a, it was like a community. It was like really nice. I'm not even going to lie. It's like in the back, in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like in the middle of the forest type of thing. <laughs> it's like full of rich people. I'm not even it was a really, really nice place. Okay. But I know she wasn't even working with them directly. I think what she did pretty much was because since it's like a little community, they have everything. They don't have to leave there. They have the doctor, they have everything so she worked on the hospital side mm-hmm. even just to work there mind you she was not taking care of them she had to have like fingerprints like drug tests like oh, background wow. check just to even be uh, like okay we'll consider you for it okay. like she did have to go through all this and she wasn't even working with them but i'm not sure if every state does that right which i think that should be a requirement mm-hmm. it should it definitely should mm-hmm. because that's what I said. I think, you know, I'm like, well, is it every night, not every state is doing this? Mm-hmm. And you guys should have, like, a blacklisted, you know, type of book where 
you have these people that shouldn't be or why they were let go. Uh-huh. Exactly. Across the when I do mm-hmm. the background check, they yes. come up. Yes. That's what they should do. Yes, because I think when it comes to society working with children and older people, it needs to be like you have to be there because you want to be there, not just for this paycheck. Because mm-hmm. I also think that it goes into that. It definitely when does. You don't a lot care. They're yeah. doing it for the check mm-hmm. because it's good money. Like I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie, it's good money, but it's also really hard work. Yeah. And because a lot of these people are lonely or, you know, are sick, they're not in the best mood. Exactly. You could say, and they they're difficult mm-hmm. because they're like little big children. Mm-hmm. So I think the way that we vet the people that work in these places has to, like the regulations or anything, has to be stronger and like firmer and like thorough, more thorough. The background checks, even like you know, physical violence, any type of violence, any type of assault, you shouldn't be able to work there, right? Because this is another thing that we don't speak about, we don't even think about, and. If you think about it, when we think about people being raped, the first thing that we think about is women. Mm-hmm. Then we think about children. Then we think about men. And then we're kind of like, oh, there's this whole other, you know. Exactly, with the elderly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they exist too. Like, yes, they exist too. And they are sexual beings. And it's not because they're attractive or unattractive. It's because the people that rape don't solely do it on the purpose of, you know, I find you attractive or aroused, though it's a power thing. It's a, I can get away with it. it it's something sick that mm-hmm. they have. It's some mental illness somewhere along there. Mm-hmm. Yes, but this was, uh, was a lot. It was, I, I couldn't, like we said, we couldn't find a lot of information because it's so underreported. So mm-hmm. we literally gather all the information that we could give you and like stories because even there's not that many stories. Right, exactly. There's not that many stories because it's so underreported. But I guess if you guys have any tips to give us that we could give out until on how to protect the elderly, if you're a nurse that works with them, if you have someone that works with them, you know, or your family's in there, if you have anything that we could put out there, because I really don't know. There's such a lack of information when it comes to this, but I did want us to shed light on it because it's so underreported. It's yep. something that's not spoken about. And, yeah, exactly. And not even in nursing homes, they have uh, the home hair care, health care providers that actually mm-hmm. comes out to, to your, your house. house. So, like, if that person is like kind of not really in their right state of mind mm-hmm. and you're gone out to work mm-hmm. or whatever you don't even know if they're doing something to your 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 grandparents your mother your father because they can't even really communicate with you if something is mm-hmm. happening and it's just like those are the ones that we really don't think about i guess to an extent like oh this is a home care provider so yes. they'll be okay but in actuality mm-hmm. you really don't know like is this a good provider yep there was i think something i had seen i want to say on amazon and it was actually here in chicago where she was beating her and like she kept her in there and she was literally getting all her social security checks wow and beating her she killed her and it wasn't until i don't know if it was like her sister or her friend were like trying to get a hold of her for the holidays Mm -hmm. and that's when they started the investigation but it had already been how long and she was cashing all her checks Wow. And that's just 
that's not even sexual abuse, but mm -hmm. there's so much abuse that goes into the elderly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, talk to them. Mm -hmm. Know their habits. Well, if they're in a spot where they really don't have habits at the point, mm -hmm. it's just like you can't really tell. That was just like that one um, lady who was raped and while she was comatose and was pregnant. She mm -hmm. went into labor and they're like, what is happening what here? Is happening? And he was raping her the whole time. Mm -hmm. So yes. you can't, like if you're in that yeah, state, so that you I think really it, in that sense goes more into who we leave in charge mm -hmm. of these people because I couldn't think of anything to be like this is how we help them mm -hmm. and there's because it is so underreported there was a, such a lack of information such a lack of statistics such a lack of report you know so if you guys have any tips that we could give out I wanted to shed light because of that mm -hmm. because this is something else that needs to be talked about that needs to this is another issue because I can't even imagine how many people this abuse is happening to mm -hmm. and not just sexual abuse, right. any type of abuse that it's happening to. So if you guys have any tips, make sure you guys reach out, you know, so we can share them. Yes. We can let other people know if you guys have any organizations that, you know, they could reach out to, especially because some of them just kind of get forgotten. People mm -hmm. don't, you know, their kids or their family members. Right. Don't want to be strange relationships mm -hmm. where they don't have anyone to talk to. Yeah. But do you want to let them know where to find us? Yes. You guys can check us out on IG underscore girls that like us. Or you can um, email us at girlslikeus619 at gmail.com. Or check us out on Facebook at girlslikeus619. Once again, feel free to go ahead and DM us. Let us know how you feel about this episode or any thoughts you may have on it or anything that we can share with everyone. Underscore girls dot like dot us. Or you can email us the same information and remain anonymous if you like at girls like us 619 and gmail.com. Go ahead and follow us on Facebook. Like us, share us at girls like us 619. And the National Sexual Assault Hotline, the number is 800-656-HOPE, 800-656-4673. And if you're in Colorado, the Colorado Coalition Against Sexual Assault, that number is 303-861-7033. Once again, don't forget to rate us, and thanks for listening to Girls, Girls Like Us. <laughs>